You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. It's a very uh, hungover edition of uh, The Potato Files. Um, we, uh, we went full Irish last night. Uh, this is coming out next week, so you guys are hopefully past your uh, St. Patrick's Day hangover, but I am, uh, I am living it right now. It's, uh, it was a rough one, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but we do have another Patrick in studio today. St. Patrick Bircher is our guest today. How are you, Patty? I'm, I'm doing quite all right, thank you. Quite all right? Is it yeah. Bircher? Bircher? I don't know. You don't know? You haven't even figured I it out I never asked. How old I, are you, Pat? 36. 36, and you haven't figured out your name yet. No, I, I know. I know how to spell it. You turned 37 this year? In, the, in September. So you were born in 1982? Yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, you're carny. <laughs> <laughs> your weight looks about 155. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're, now you're flirting. <laughs> Are you, you're a skinny guy. How much do you weigh? You're tall, though. 175. I hover between 175 and 185, depending. Okay. But you're not a fat guy at all. Yeah. No, one of those metabolism motherfuckers, I, eh? But I, I, I guess like I've been like one ninety something. When You've been one ninety? Yeah. The I don't think 15? I've ever broken one ninety five though. You pussy! <laughs> you pussy! Yeah. I um I I got down to one ninety five. Um, yeah. But uh, now I'm like just hovering a couple pounds over two right now, eh? There you go. Yeah, I like to I like to get down there, but you know, getting old, getting fat. Yeah. Hey. Uh, things are starting to hurt. What are you going to do about it? I don't know, man. Not drink for fucking 12 straight hours like I did yesterday. Oh, yeah, that'll help, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Depends what you're drinking, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I made a traditional uh, Irish pulled pork yesterday did you get some oh you're a vegetarian eh yeah did you have i heard i heard it was good pulled pork though did you have any of my wife's vegan stew she made vegan irish stew yeah yeah it was really good she cooked it for an hour i'm like shouldn't your stew have started yesterday if it's irish stew she's like no not this stuff i'm like there's no meat in it yeah i know it's just potato yeah potato some some mushroom oh it was good stew it was i had in the bread too What's like uh? What's your background? You're not you, half Greek, half Austrian. Half Greek, half Austrian. Yeah. B- born here. Born in Austria. Oh, you're born in Austria. Yeah, I moved here when I was two. I see. Oh, I'm an immigrant. I'm here to steal everything. <laughs> the unemployed guy's here to steal your job. <laughs> yeah. Very poor at investing. I am. I had money when it was the right time to have it, but yeah. I used it wrong. Which uh? Which which parents the Austrian? The dad. Yeah? yeah. And so mom was in Austria? Yeah. And they f- fell in love, like the, as you do in Austria? As you do in the hills of Austria. Nice, in nice. In the city. Yeah. That's good. And where's your mom from? Uh, Athens, Greece. She, holy shit, man. Yeah. You guys have been around. What, when, what brought you to Canada? Uh, I think my, my dad claimed a better life. Better, better life? Yeah, better life than in the hills of Austria. Or the the sunny beaches of Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, nothing like, you know, when you want a better life, when you're in a very scenic place, what you really yearn for is to the suburbs. <laughs> where did uh, where did they land? In uh, First in Aurora. 
Ooh, lovely place. Right? And then uh, Thornhill. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. And what did uh, mom and dad do for a living? What paid the bills? The, my dad, is a, he was a um, mechanical engineer. Oh, my. And he did a bunch of his own stuff. He started at Magna. He must be very proud of you. Uh, he, he was, <laughs> up until his death. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I set that one yeah. up, didn't I? Cry you, you, me a river. Step on that rake. <laughs> hey, you stepped right in that rake. <laughs> um, when did this happen? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. Was he a young guy? I was, uh, he was what, 51, he was born in 51, and that was 2008, so he's like 57. What's a, that's a young, that's a young way, young, yeah. young man there, what happened? Oh, he, he took his own life. Holy <laughs> shit, we are, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the second podcast in a row where um, that was the fate of the father. Really? Yeah. Who else? Uh, John Bueller last week, we yeah. were in, uh. Uh, we did our podcast in the Best Western in Niagara Falls. Right. Went on tour with Was the that podcast. where his dad took his life? <laughs> it was the very room. It was the very room. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened moments before the podcast. <laughs> um, well, uh, that's morbid. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, it's, it's, it's a shame he never got to see your success, Pat. <laughs> he said he was proud of me before. That's good. Right before he did it. I, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is it? Uh, is that something you ever touched on on stage? Or? A little. Yeah, but you know. Uh, uh. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. I've talked about it. It's it's, it's a it's a hard subject to broach. Eh? No, like I think it's harder for the audience than myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if people haven't had that. In their lives, they're always like, "Oh, you know." Was it uh, was it depression that got him, or was it, uh... it? It was actually what happened was he had an inner ear problem that mimicked a stroke, and then um, it was also during the financial crisis, and it, like he was betting on futures because he was like, "Oh, if I sell these machines, I can do this," and he got used to that, yeah. and then the ball dropped, and then the whole system went down, and then when you have something happened to you like a stroke or that inner ear problem Mm -hmm. your chances of um going into a depression and killing yourself double but the doctors didn't tell us that it was actually my uncle-in-law that told us that like after like doctors know about it Mm -hmm. right and they because when my aunt had a major heart attack and the only reason she survived was because she was with my uncle at the time and they were driving by the hospital just and then right she's place, like, my right left time. my left side's tingling. And he's oh. like, I'll turn the car around. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. And then he's <laughs> like, no, if something happens, I won't be able to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Go to the hospital. The only reason she survived was because she had she was in the hospital when the heart attack hit. Jeez. And then the doctors told him, they're like, whatever you do, just lie to her. Just keep her in a positive state of mind okay. for like the next. It's I think it's a two-year window where that. Wowzer. Happens. Yeah, because the chemical balance in your brain goes off and it takes it a while to shift back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just becomes a slippery slope in there. Were your parents still together when this went down? No, they were separated. Like recent separation? Not too far before. So it was like a lot of things happening at once. Yeah, yeah. It was because it was a perfect storm, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you mad at him still about it? You blame him? I was. I I almost uh, blamed myself a little more than him. Yeah, I think most people would. Yeah, you would blame me. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I got a buddy who killed himself in high school. I'm pretty sure it was your fault, Pat. (laughs) Yeah. 
No, but it's definitely like the thing that's happening now, which I think is great, is people are more willing to seek help mm-hmm. when they have those situations. Like, yeah, let's a, talk. I've talked to a few friends that are like, if it happened, if they were going through the stuff they were going through like ten years ago, mm-hmm. they wouldn't. That wouldn't have been a thing. But now they're like, oh, I'm seeing someone. I'm talking to someone about yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and it's a huge thing to be able to actually do that. Yeah. You know, because before you thought you were the only crazy one. Now, you know, everyone's crazy. <laughs> so it's a mixed bag. Do you ever do therapy? The, uh, no, I did comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I always so, figure that's the best therapy for me. Um, yeah. If, uh, you know, feeling down, let's go, uh, let's go ruin somebody else's night. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it, it was a mix of that and like talking to different friends. Like, so there were some key moments. Like, I feel like if I did do therapy, I would have got through it a lot quicker mm-hmm. because they know where to steer you. Instead of, I was like driving, I was running around the room in the dark and every time I ran into something, I was like, who, who are you? Why, <laughs> you know, <laughs> instead of them turning the light on and being like, there's the mess, there's the mess, there's the mess. Uh-huh. So I feel like it would have just been a shorter ride to, um, not, not getting over it, but learning to live with it, I think is the, mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would assume that's something you can never get over. No, it's just like the waves at first, it's like you're in the middle of a storm. Like there's so many waves just hitting you and you're like, ah, mm-hmm. this is life now. But then they space out and every once in a while, you'll, you know, I get a little emotional and I'm just like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> you know, and because sometimes you need to it's stop like, you know, and I'll give you a hug at any point. <laughs> you let me know. Yeah. Take a nice little sleep on the uh, Never Sleeps Network bed here. Right. I, I just... This is the first time I actually, I was averting my eyes because I thought it was an undressed bed. <laughs> just <laughs> a day bed. It's, it's just, just a day bed. Yeah. And it's. With it's, a shark on top. Well, it's, uh, you know. something. Hammerhead. Something to watch you fuck, you know. Let those weird hammerhead eyes hey, stick out there. <laughs> I was watching those uh, that on your TV last night. You had the sharks getting pet and they looked like dogs. Underwater oh, yeah, dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a little uh, nature in the background, eh? Oh, yeah. A lot better than the fireplace channel, which I usually do. I was, yesterday, I was like, let's switch it up. Let's yeah. see some animals kill other animals. There you go. Always always good ambiance in the room. Do, do uh, you have any other questions about my dad? Um, <laughs> no. Well, uh, we'll probably circle back, but I'd like All to, right. uh, I'd like to uh, let's go back to a happier time <laughs> in, in the Bircher household. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they move over here. Uh, yeah. What's your mom doing? The, she, at that time, she, she started off as a bookkeeper, right? And now she's a bookkeeper again. But then at that point, she's a house mom. Okay. Yeah, housewife. Um, How many siblings you got? Three. There's three total or you have three siblings? Four in total. Four total. Where are yeah. you sitting in that? I'm the third one. Third one? Okay. I'm the baby boy. I have a younger sister. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the third son as well. And I guess yeah. I have a stepbrother that's younger. But right. uh, we haven't talked in years. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I... I it's been longer than I talked to my real brother. I'm going on uh, nine years. I haven't talked to my real brother. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. My other brother. We're, we're fine. We get along. Right. Good times. He just Is got Crohn's. The... Oh, no. Yeah, Is yeah. that that shitting one? The shitting one. Yeah. My brother's taking a lot of shits. <laughs> had, to quit, it... had to quit drinking. Oh, wow. And uh, my family likes to drink. Is it? Because I know like IBS, you know, when the, everyone had IBS, it turned out some of them were... I don't know how many of them, but a lot of it was like gluten intolerance. Yeah. Is Crohn's sometimes misdiagnosed as gluten intolerance? Um, it would be hilarious because he uh, works for Dempsters. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's <laughs> got to quit that job. Because <laughs> my sister's uh, husband, he's celiac. Okay. And he can't 
even like it can't be around it yeah like he can but i think like if it's really bad like he can't go to a bakery and stuff like that where it's like airborne really yeah airborne wheat it's coming well because then you're breathing it in right (laughs) jesus christ yeah because everyone there's different severities of it Mm -hmm. and his is pretty bad you um you don't uh eat any meat you eat fish no yeah just okay what about eggs and cheese? Do yeah, you do the eggs and the cheese. Right. I try not to ask too much about the cheese, though, because there's cheese that uses rennet in it, and that's from calf's stomachs, and the only way to get it is to kill them. Well, they're making the veal already, Pat. You ever had I a know, veal but then how many, how many excuses can you make like that <laughs> to justify doing things? I, whatever, man. I, I, yeah. I, I've never had a problem with where my food comes from. I know. I know, yeah, how, the yeah. world, I know how the world works. I don't right, give a right. shit. I'm going to eat Or a maybe you still. don't know, and that's why you have no problem. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I choose to turn a blind eye. Though. Right. Yeah. Um, I just think it's funny because it's like they don't need to do that. <laughs> you know like it's not like that's the only way to get meat is to box all the animals in together and fill them full of hormones so they don't die um you know my wife wants when whenever she buys eggs for me she, she calls them happy eggs right She's like i got you some happy eggs yeah seven dollars yeah. a dozen yeah but how much is a unhappy egg like three, three three bucks a dozen yeah, it's not a big difference is it it's like four bucks. Yeah, Big but what, that's like half a drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love how people will save money on some things and then they just go blow their yeah, wad yeah. on booze and cigarettes. Oh, yeah, getting that bill and at the end of the night at like, Comedy Bar every time. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, yeah. I just spent so much money and didn't make a dime here. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it always I always find it funny when the like people I'm not saying this is you you know but when people are really like frugal uh, except when it comes to <laughs> like drugs. And I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not frugal. I just I don't know. I don't care enough about a chicken's life to right to buy a yeah. I'm not here to change your mind. Egg. I'm not here to change your mind. I was uh, you you do your thing. I'll my, do mine. My you know? my grandfather was a uh, sheep farmer. Yeah. Um, and when I was uh, about four years old, they decided they weren't going to be sheep farmers anymore. And uh, I was in a barn when uh, they uh, they slaughtered the all the remaining sheep. For they came in, shaved them. Yeah. And strung them up, slid them open. All their guts fell to the floor, and then they sent them off to the. Uh, you know, the Did they do all that and then turn around and see you just covered in? Oh guts no, my like, no, my oh, no. my grandpa brought me in here. In there, yeah. it was like like time to see how the world works, kid. <laughs> That's a bit much, isn't it? Whatever, man. I don't know. Yeah. I guess, uh, like... How many sheep did it take until you were okay with it? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just did the first one... <laughs> did you have any sort of personal relationships with him? No, I didn't. Mean, no, was he trying it. to get you to admit to something? <laughs> <laughs> I was four. I used to fuck sheep when I was four years old. <laughs> so, so is this sick your little, lover? Sick little bird. <laughs> what about this Which one? Which one is he? And he's just slitting her throat. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just... I don't know, man. It's just... I guess we kind of like live in a day and age where um, you your meat's killed for you, you know? Right. And it's also, I, I think it's just the means to which they do it is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like factory farming and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, nuts. I, uh, um, my buddy, he, uh, I don't think he did it this year, 
but usually he, like he owns a winery with a restaurant in uh in niagara yeah and um ravine vineyard check it out everybody big sponsor of the icebreakers comedy festival oh, there nice you people. go nice one um so he would buy piglets right um in the springtime yeah. and all which would, is when piglets show up yeah right? yeah you know the stork drops them off uh all he would feed these things was the scraps from the kitchen Right. Of his restaurant, which he would have to pay to have removed anyway. Uh, so everything but pork went into a bin. And then uh, we would go out to the uh, field and just, like, feed these pigs. They'd go nuts for it, and they'd have a good time. But then, so how these things were killed, like, they were just living out in the... Yeah, yeah. Um, they would take them up to this place. They would transport them up to this place, and they would bring them into this room that was, like, full of food scraps, Right. And they would just suck the oxygen out of the room. Oh, so these God. pigs would just be that... eating. They would eat themselves to death. And then they would just like pretty much fall asleep. And that's how. So the only things that were left in that room were the pigs of food and their fart. Yeah. That... <laughs> Come out. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just go in and. Is that the most humane way to do it? I or... guess. But like yeah. my, my buddy's, uh, my buddy's winery is like organic. Like right. Very like uh, farm to table sort of place, you know. Yeah. And then they got chickens too, so they're because eggs. They get fresh eggs every day, and they're doing, For... they're doing some fun stuff down there. Take yeah. a girl down there, Pat. You got a girl? No, no? I'm moving. I don't. You're moving. Man. I don't. You ever had a serious man. girlfriend? Yeah, I've had a a couple there here. A couple, and there. couple. <laughs> live-ins? Any live-ins? Um, yeah, there was. Uh, one of those. She break your heart, huh? Um, break your heart. Uh, Tell me about the, it, Pat. Oh no, that was just. You know what it was? It was. Um, I I was dumb. You were dumb. No, I was a sucker. <laughs> I was a goddamn sucker. Uh, no, there was. A, so you didn't do anything dumb. Buddy, you were just a no, dumb no, person what, and yeah, taking no, advantage. No, I shouldn't of? have. I shouldn't have been in that situation because. The, what happened was she was a serial monogamist, so she jumped from one relationship to the next. I, I and it was right after my dad died, right? So I wasn't really... my. I tend to get into bad relationships in times of stress and like when I'm depressed, well, which need, is you, when I should... You, you need somebody of, to hold you, Pat. Hey, it's, instead get on I the bed. Go Let's go. Goddamn, Let's spoon for I a bit. I should have went to a goddamn therapist instead <laughs> of, you know, that, instead of seeking a relationship, which was anti-therapy, <laughs> you know. And no, the, but at the time, what happened was she told me she was out of a relationship, but it, I like looking back at it, she was still... It was like phase two or phase one of a breakup like her and her boyfriend were still living together but she was in another room and then he wasn't there when i showed up and then he showed up and then it got weird Jeez. right but then we moved out but right then i should have been like hey sort your shit out we'll talk later <laughs> like that's the go-to now is like if there's ever like any weird situation i'm like hey this is cool and everything i like you but uh we you gotta sort your shit out and right now i gotta sort my shit out so i don't feel like i can invest i don't have that energy and mm -hmm. stuff i don't want to waste anyone's time but then i told my buddy about this and he said it sounds like her relationships overlap like bricks in the house of pain or in the house of pain <laughs> i had a uh, i had a girlfriend she was uh um, like she broke up with her husband yeah, and like, we were just friends from, from, uh, high school. Like we we're good friends, like growing up. Right. And then, uh, she broke up with her husband and then she called me cause 
you know, you call your divorce friends when you get divorced. Yeah. And uh, so I invited her up to Toronto and we ended up hooking up. And it was like so fresh out of her marriage that uh, um, I think her husband still wants to kick the shit out of me because he knows me. I was at their wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not happy with me. No. And uh, what are you going to do, eh? I don't know. What are you going to do? I love that old <laughs> excuse, though. Like, I'm not saying this is what you said or what she said, but when people are just like, it just happened. It's like, yeah, sure, it just happened. You just so happened to call each other. You just so happened to hang out a bunch. Like, it just doesn't happen. No, this was like, um, this was the first time we hung out in, like... Yeah, but just hanging out with you two alone is is already inviting the potential of something. Oh yeah, to she happen. she she came from Niagara. Yeah, with that's a bag what I'm saying. To stay at my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you're like, it just happened. That's no, it didn't just happen. I'm not saying you. That's why I said yeah, I prefaced well, it. It did just happen one night. So I had the preamble. We can rewind and <laughs> check that. We we're not rewinding anything, okay? <laughs> you can rewind it at home. But listen, it did just happen. But you know, it <laughs> that's but that's how everything like, happens. It happens. I, li- I like that too. Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing the... to just say. Just it just happened. Yeah, everything yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but to play it off like there's no fault is the funniest thing. <laughs> I did try to. Um, uh, excuse myself from the situation. Right. Um, um, I offered her my bed and I was like, I'll go sleep on the couch. Right. And she was like, she was like, don't worry about it. Right. I was like, okay. So, um, no, no, no Altoid for me, pal. No, it's a mint. It's a, in an Altoid container though. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you, you buy your mints in bulk and then <laughs> yeah, man, fill your little, they come in packs of two fifty, but fill your little tin up. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Not every day, every few days. I've cut down a lot on the mints. Yeah, do you do, do yeah. you go through a lot of mints, Pat? I used to. You used to? Yeah. Like how often are you popping a mint? I don't know. I think it was like a nervous habit. Like a smoker. But ever since I started taking CBDs, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> what are you? You're just taking CBD pills? Oh, uh, the oil. Yeah? yeah. Just ingesting it? Yeah. Not rubbing it on your dick or anything? No, nothing, nothing like that. <laughs> I, I don't, don't judge me. I've never heard that <laughs> been done. Is that, is that a way people take drugs through their dicks? Hey, why not, eh? Just rub your dick. <laughs> I like to open up my urethra and just put a few drops yeah. of LSD in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, tug away. I wonder if that would work. Probably. Let's find out, eh? I mean... I don't see, uh, yeah, you probably absorb things through those glands as well, right? Well, if you could put, uh, you put booze in your ass, you get fucked up. Yeah, you try that? Um, no, I've never done that. So I heard degenerate. people do that, I heard people do that, like there's like people in high school, like girls in high school soak their uh, like tampons in it and then do that because your breath doesn't stink? Um... Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. People but I heard it's real dangerous, too. Yeah, because the alcohol... Because of infection the, as the well. The alcohol doesn't, uh, it goes right into your system, it bypasses your liver and, ki- like, kidney. Oh, yeah, that's Everything that fucking, thing. that, um... Slows it down. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So you just, it's like an... It's like cutting down all the trees, then there's more wind. Uh- <laughs> more storms. Oh, my. The brewing. Yeah? Yeah. You an environmentalist, Pat? I don't know. I, I like to I do you know what I can't claim I am because I I read up on it but I don't do it you don't do anything do yeah. you recycle in that fucking hellhole you live in I do 
Oh, I should. Uh, I I don't. Not everyone does, but that's their thing. I should know. preface this for my listener at yeah. home. Uh, How many of us have you had on here? I've had uh, most of the house has come through. Ninety. Yeah. To, most of the ninety to come see house has come through. We've had uh, Amarito. Right. We've had uh, Jarrett Campbell. Right. Um, we've had Nick Beaton. Yeah, he's former. Um, now he's moved into a condo. Who are we missing? Monty. We haven't had Monty through? No. Have you had Bebnik? He lived in the basement. We've had I had Bebnik, Bebnik yeah. I uh, had Bebnik. O'Gorman used to live in there. Did I, did Bob do this? No, I don't think he's done this yet. There's been a bunch of people through there. Um, funny thing is, about that house, um, I was uh, I was in uh, Newfoundland, St. Uh-huh. Jan's, Newfoundland, yeah. uh, and I, there was this, we were at this bar, and this just a guitar comic on a stool, fucking playing away, acoustic. Uh-huh. It was really good, so we went and uh, bought his album. Right. And I never listened to it, um, but I used it. It was before I moved into Kira's place. Right. Um, and I used it in her kitchen to roll my joints on. Right. And that was the sole purpose of this CD. Okay. And um, then Bebsy came in one day, and he like goes to Cooper, his girlfriend. He's like, he's like, hey, look what he's rolling on. Oh, that's... And then uh, I was like, what, you know this guy? He's like, yeah, man, he lived at 90 Tecumseh with me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? My name's Dave Whitty, Dave Whitey. Oh, I don't, I know of him, but I've never met him. There was another musician that lived in the basement as well, but I think I know who you're talking about. Campbell told me that he's walked by people in that, in the hallway of that house and he's like, who are you? And they're like, I live here now. And like, people are just coming and going, like, there's no... Uh, now I think the, the crew is the one that's going down with the ship. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is the end of an era, yeah. eh? Yeah. It's pretty sad. In a way, but it's it's about time, but it's sort of, it's really strange. It's probably <laughs> one of the last, I feel, because the owner, like, the, the owner, you know, he passed away, but he owned, like, six houses, and he mm-hmm. never raised the rent. And now Every house was under, like, ours is, like, 1500 bucks for the whole house. And now his kids right? are coming in and selling everything. They're selling it. Pick, but, pick at the bones. Hey, what are you going to do, you know? What Poor you Armando. Keep? Yeah, he like if he was still alive, they wouldn't. They didn't even know how much that he was renting them for. Like when they collected rent the first time, they're like, "Is this all?" Yeah, we're like, "Yeah, right." You could have shortchanged him. No, they no no. He's eventually, been a grand. They, he he kept the books. You know, eventually yeah, yeah. they'd find it, and they're like, "Buddy, you were only paying fifteen hundred. Why are you trying to take another five out of that or whatever?" So if in a in a nice world. That whole house is $1,500. Is it extra for the basement? Or no, is that a that's separate including. Thing? That was because that was the basement exists because of Bebnik. Mm-hmm. He cleared it out, took the mold out, and put up whatever he had to to make it like if you want to call it livable. Yeah. Right? And so before there was a basement, it was only three people upstairs. And it was fifteen hundred, right? So, like so it's five hundred each. each. Yeah, and then we which can, still we now can get this lower, boys. <laughs> yeah, but like nowadays, five hundred each is like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's hard to come by unless you're like grandfathered in. Well, like some Marito post in the uh, sta- the stand up page on Facebook. Yeah, looking for a new roommate, a grand all in. I was like, you're posting in the wrong place for this, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're they they're looking for a new place, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Like now. Rent's gone up so much because it's like even like when they listed the house, right? Nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. The who's it's a shithole. But anyways, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Well, that that's gonna sell. Did you for that see much. the listing? 
It's one picture of the outside yeah. of the house, and it's like contractors. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're, Get your they, sledgehammers ready. Oh, buddy, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking down. forward to the uh, the last party there. That'll be a good time. Yeah, I might not even be here. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Kick some holes in the wall before you go. No, because they 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 got our deposit. We got to get our $2 <laughs> back. <laughs> Who's holding the lease? Chris Roberts, eh? I believe so. You ever go in Chris's room? Uh, do you know what? When I I have not, when he's like I've seen in there. Yeah. What's whenever the door in there? swings open. What's going on open, in there? I don't know. It's like anyone else's room is full of friggin' laundry everywhere <laughs> and stuff like that. I don't think that house oozes with people that are really like you know, um, uh, what's it called? It's like a friggin' frat house. You yeah, know? yeah. Who was that guy who was living in the uh, in the dining room? Um, uh, he was like a comic from way back. Everyone knew him from, but he was like a real real odd guy. But I don't think he had a bed in there. I think he was just sleeping on a pile of laundry. Oh, no, no. He had a bed. <laughs> you talk about Romont? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, he's like, yeah, Romont. He bought a bed. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I saw him before he bought that bed. <laughs> I was like, I think he, he bought sleeping it. on that pile of clothes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, look. Because what happened was he bought a bed. It was like 100 bucks for a single bed, and he didn't buy the box spring or something. <laughs> but he was only there for like two months. Uh, do you do yeah. you like living like that, Pat? Like I, to be honest with you, I feel like like I love everybody in the house, mm-hmm. right? But you, you want to kill them? No, I just don't like living with that many people. I don't think I think if it was anyone else, I would have snapped. Like I would be yelling all the time, mm-hmm. right? But it's like. I don't know. The house was like when I first moved in. There was three people upstairs, one person in the basement, and that's fine. Yeah. How long but you then, been there now? Uh, this is probably like the third or fourth year. Okay. Yeah. And it's gone progressively downhill, I'm sure. And those... I've, oh no, actually, I fixed the bathroom. All right. And the, yeah, like <laughs> the and we cleaned it up a bunch. Like it, it's it's. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, fucking uh, Gary Jarrett Campbell was uh showering at my place for a few days. Yeah, but it was so funny because uh, in my uh, in my car, my phone I've got like the Apple car, right? So my phone hooks up to the uh, yeah. to the car and it reads me text me- incoming text messages. Yeah, and it was uh, a text from Jarrett asking if he could use my shower again. He's like, "Hey man," it was like a Siri voice, like, "Hey man, I hate to bother you, but could I possibly?" Use your shower again. I can't go. I can't go back down into Monty's bathroom. I just can't. Disappointed face. Disappointed face. <laughs> disappointed face. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I started dying. But he was yeah. He was just fucking walking down the street with his bathrobe on. Fucking hey, soap on a rope. At least spinning he had around, a friend eh? down the street. <laughs> yeah. Some, at the other house because they had the other comic house down. Yeah, on we had Paul Whitaker. Thompson on here a couple weeks ago talking right? about that. Garrett was in there with uh Merhej lived there we've had all um, those guys on here sarah donaldson have not had old snatch face uh, on here and then uh caroline the, the one of dave's girlfriends he lived with her at the time she's she's the best she's so funny um but yeah they all live down there yeah man i in that place the shower didn't doesn't work or right you want to know why yeah, the, the, the handles the broke off <laughs> They just didn't put new handles on. And then they're like, the shower doesn't work. It's like, you know, you can go to the <laughs> hardware store and get new fucking handles, right? Oh, that's you know? great, man. But they, all of them have, like, 
the water would leak from the bathroom into the kitchen in that house and into the hallway in ours because it was just like people wouldn't wash the bathroom and then it would just like gunk and mold and then the tiles would fall oh god yeah i cleaned it up that's good that's good but then it did armando pay for that uh little reno you guys did no because the rent was so cheap it's like Mm -hmm. i do little things at my place all the time like if the toilet's broken i know how to fix the toilet yeah i'm not gonna bug my landlord it's like uh, do you know what it is you gotta you gotta manage it like like a deductible right (laughs) you gotta be like if it's less than the deductible i'll cover it myself right oh that's great so that's how we looked at it i pitched it to them i'm like hey this is how much it'll cost we each pay this much and Mm -hmm. they were all cool with it i um i had a thought and it's gone hey that happens smoking weed before this thing eh? yeah i don't know or get some of that brain stuff get some of that brain stuff what the the joe rogan does What's the brain stuff? I am unaware. That, that's your second mint since we started this, Pat. You're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I need a mint when you I get see, nervous. You just see these goddamn hands sweating. <laughs> I just uh, got a text from uh, Hunter Collins about Deb's comedy, Dan. Have you done Deb's? Oh, I've heard stories, but I try not to just go by what the whispers say. Well, I, I heard some stories, um, so I uh, I was like, I'm intrigued. So I sent, right. I sent Deb a message. Uh-huh. Um, about a spot. Yes. And then she offered me the spot. Yes. Um, and then I did not respond to her. And then the next day she sent me a message taking away the spot saying, I tried to be nice and you don't respond. No spot for you. After one day she was sitting (laughs) waiting for me to get back to her. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I just replied, this is hilarious. Right. (laughs) That was the end of the communication. did she get back to you after that or no? No. Wow. I was just like, what just happened? I get like... She's, you got to be on top of things. You want to do a spot at Deb's for, to four people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Show she's very, business. She's very emotional. Uh, do you know Deb? No, I know of her. I know she's been a staple of the Toronto stand-up community for quite some time. Mm-hmm. She's uh, There's been... I've heard whispers of her for over a decade. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was so weird that she's like... I, like Sorry, I didn't get back to you within a day. Yeah. <laughs> you may have caught her on a bad day, too, you know. And the spot wasn't until, like, next month. <laughs> hey. Everybody runs their ship their own way, you know? Uh-huh. I guess so. I don't, I don't get back to anyone, she, man. She I... may have just saw mutiny on the horizon. <laughs> it was like, I gotta put a fucking... I gotta put a knife in the back of this. <laughs> I've given up on my fucking inbox, man. It's so cluttered. Oh, because, yeah, you, you, you run, run a show, a man. I get, like, ten messages a week, and I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. And I, so right. I just, like, I just... Let me do your show again. I just stop. <laughs> I, I, that's the only reason I said yeah to the podcast. <laughs> was so I could, uh, yo, I got my calendar here. You Let's do my show chalk all the time, it up. don't you? Yeah, I do it every once in a while. It's a fun show. Yeah, yeah. Dope yeah. in my comedy every single Wednesday. Underground you got a, Cafe. Yeah, you got a sticker on my fridge. If you want to figure out where it is, just come to my house, look on the fridge. Do you see them all around the neighborhood? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've plastered this neighborhood pretty good, especially yeah. King and Tecumseh, you'll see like uh, you'll see a couple of them. Right on. I'll get your name out there, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with advertising, right? It's the build tr- blind trust. I saw th- I saw a car the other day with stickers all over it, so I went and stuck one yeah? of them. Yeah? <laughs> huh. 
<laughs> you always have a few on you, eh? Oh yeah, I got. Uh, I keep them in like a the pocket. What, pocket how of my many jacket. do you think on average you put out a week? Oh, it's stickers. it's died down. I only bought like originally like two hundred, and I'm almost, okay. I'm almost done those. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't know the future of the underground right now. Right. I don't know what's gonna happen to that show. That's sad. I feel like Toronto's changing a lot. Everything's way. changing, man. You guys are getting run out of the neighborhood. When I when I moved to this neighborhood like three years ago, I guess I don't know four three years something like that. Mm. Um, so around the same time I did. Yeah, like you guys were there. The Whitaker house is going. Uh, Bebsy wasn't far away. Uh, Matt and Julia lived. Uh, lived yeah. In the park. Um, it was just like uh, Ian Gordon was right on Queen, yep. and it was just everyone was in this area, mm-hmm. and now everyone's fucking gone. Well, they're all getting priced out, right? I know. I I uh, I I. I, I we we don't know when uh when the uh, landlord's gonna kick us out, but it'll right. come eventually. Like we're just living in someone's investment, you know. Yeah. And, and eventually they're gonna want to cash in. <laughs> yeah, or if the property tax gets to a certain point, they're gonna be like, you gotta pay this or else, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we we do not pay a lot of money f- for where we live. Right. Um. So it's like and. We'll get priced out of the neighborhood, too. Yeah, You know what's nuts, though, is the amount of property tax you got to pay if you live, like, in a condo? Because you'd think the property tax is dictated by the square footage you take on land, Mm -hmm. right? But they fuck people over (laughs) in these things. It's like that it should be way less if you're stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it's it's the value. Everyone's got to get paid, brother. Everyone's got to get paid. Yeah, some people gotta get paid a little less, I think. So you, you, you're uh, you're moving to New York, though. Yeah, it's not gonna be cheap. Yeah, but it's, do you know what? It's, it's about on par with Toronto now. Yeah, like yeah, Toronto so. prices. It's because I think Toronto thinks it's New York, but it's closer to Barry. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's got this New York mentality that picked up from watching like '80s movies. <laughs> But it's never been to New York. It's like the kids I went to high school with that were Italian, but have never been to Italy. You know, they're like so Italian. Have you ever been to Italy? No. Can you speak Italian? No. It's like, I'm sure your parents are Italian, and I'm glad you're proud of your heritage. But you know, nothing against them. But it's like, calm down a bit. Toronto's got to chill the fuck out. It's. I think Toronto's a great city. It World is. World class. But I World feel class. like if it's not careful, it will go the way of San Francisco and price all the fucking culture out of it. Yeah, it's like, I don't understand who can buy a million dollar home. Like, well, like there's a lot when you of... get out of school, you're like, do you, do you just start making six figures? Like, yeah. how does this work, well, man? Well, like, it's all IT, right? Like, there's a lot of people that are just doing, like, coding and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right? But then it's like... If you, how do you expect all the other people that make a city work to be able to live here? Do you want them all to bus in? Yeah, it's uh, it's just nuts. Everything's a goddamn mess, eh? <laughs> yeah. And the uh, this gardener we're staring at right now, they just yeah. keep building these condos ten feet from it. The oh, those fucking, are horrible. Things gonna collapse one day. Yeah. And then they Have you ever seen how much soot is on every? Friggin' oh, it, yeah, pat- it's gross, like man. what are those called? The patios or whatever the hell? Patios? I don't know what the hell you call the pat a sky patio. A right? sky patio. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? A patio in the sky. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. A, a balcony. A balcony. That's it. <laughs> <A> sky patio. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I knew it was close. I just couldn't get the word because I don't have a balcony, so it's hard for me. I never use the word. You guys got a lovely yard. 
Oh yeah, it's sloped towards the house. <laughs> That's always good. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know when in any like when since the dawn of construction, I think you always slope a backyard away from the house. You don't slope it towards. My cousin, he, uh, like he renovated his own place, right? And he he was uh, redoing this one room, and then there was the pipe from the upstairs bathroom, and it was the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So, because the pipe's supposed to be slanted, so the shit trickles out of the house, but the camber or whatever on it was reversed. So, and the house was like thirty years old plus, yeah. right? So he called plumbers in, and it was like, "Hey, I gotta replumb this," and they're like, "Yeah, we're not touching that." Because it's just full of shit, like 30 years of shit, right? So he even called in friends and they're like, no, we can't. Like even his friends that were plumbers were like, you're on your own, bud. So he wound up getting tarps from Home Depot, just tarping the whole thing, buying like literally like a hazmat suit, a shitty ladder and a shitty saw and just taped it all up fucking cut it down it hit the floor <laughs> shit went everywhere oh. and then he just like oh, threw it all out <laughs> luckily for him though it was in the dead of winter so when he put it in the bin it froze instead of just being in the hot sun summer uh. sun so at least it oh. ended well there wasn't uh. stink way too hungover this man yeah <laughs> what were we talking about before that I don't know, buddy. Housing and plumbing um, and sloping your backyard. Yeah, the slope <laughs> of the backyard. Yeah, it's a revert. Is that what you call it? Camber? Is that the right word? Camber. Uh, just the ma- the the slope to something. Oh, I don't know. I thought I, in in plumbing camber. it's a camber or something. I don't know, man. You you a plumber? You a handy guy, Pat? I I I know I know a little bit here and there. You got you man know. hands. We we're talking about your man hands last night. Yeah, the real the man hands. My, my uh my great grandfather was a farmer, and then my grandfather. And yeah, probably. Sheep and everything. He had like so many kids. Like there's a <laughs> picture of most of them died, right? And then that's what happened though. You had a lot. They helped out the ones that didn't make it through. You were just like they weren't made for this world, right? And then but. At the dinner table one day, or at the table, and it was breakfast, whatever day of the week it was, you know, and he went, one of you can learn a trade, right? And my grandfather was the one that put his hand up first, and then he became a carpenter. Look at that, eh? And then my father became an engineer. And then I became, you know, you know, in the tradition of going yeah. onwards and upwards is a... Uh, a comedian or attempting to be one i don't know if i could classify myself as one until i can actually even just make a hey, car you were on payment. the tv this summer buddy yeah comedy network yeah yeah homegrown comics homegrown i got a green card so i'm an alien with extraordinary ability that's great my extraordinary ability is to make people think I'm a comedian. An, an immigrant immigrating and again, eh? Double down immigrant. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Are you a Canadian citizen? you got to be a Canadian citizen by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a naturalized. Is that naturalized? No, naturalized means you're born here, right? I, I don't fucking know. Where, um, you, uh, when I started comedy, you weren't living here. I was in the UK. You were in the UK. Yeah. How long were you there for? Four years, four or five years. And then I went around for like three, four years. Yeah, you've been all over the fucking world, haven't you? Yeah, I've been running away. <laughs> running away? Yeah. <laughs> what are you running from, Pat? Oh, you want the whole list? <laughs> yeah, let's get Money down problems. To... Money my, problems. The ghost of my father. <laughs> <laughs> my dead dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
this girl that you this was your last girlfriend was that was like 10 years ago you said no it wasn't my last girlfriend that was the last like live-in girlfriend how do you get girls now a single man in the I, city. You, I don't know guy no i can't i go on tinder for a day and then it weirds me out and i mm-hmm. run away <laughs> <laughs> most of the girls that i've gone out with i haven't it has started with them like not seeing my comedy Ah. Like, I've talked to girls after shows. That's, that's usually when they leave, eh? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, get another mint in your bag. Yeah, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Is there a girl behind the curtain? <laughs> no, yeah. it's your dead dad. Ah, wow. <laughs> what is it, a Truman show? That, uh, oh, wow. Watch that late, you know? And then I was like, oh, if I watched this earlier, I would have been messed up. That movie's so weird. Yeah, I, I watched it recently. It still holds up, man. Yeah, it's Ed very Harris spooky. Is great in it. Ed very Harris got spooky. an Oscar nomination for that. Who did? Ed Harris. Oh. He's the director. Yeah, it's very well done. It's really creepy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You're you, lining you up questioning this. You think we're living in some crazy world like that? Uh, you know what? In, in the end, does it really goddamn matter? <laughs> you know all this thing is it a simulation is there god is like who cares man yeah, just, have just fun chill the here. fuck out do you like laughing and having a good time yeah okay do that <laughs> who cares and then if the overlords come and they're like it was a simulation it's like oh yeah well it's been a fun simulation you know so 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 the so the earth was flat this entire yeah, time <laughs> you're still bumming me out and this is supposed to be a party <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't like my line of questioning, Pat? No, I, I, I didn't say that. I'm just all over the map. No, I'm, no, I'm no. Very hungover. Hey, I'm you having drinker, fun. You, you, you have a few. I beers, dibble I... and dabble in this and that. You know. What do you what do you, what do you do to forget it all? Um, you know, go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I. Do you know what? I my favorite thing to do is just hang out with buddies, but just not too many. Like you. Like two or three at max. Yeah. You know that, you know, cause then <laughs> so you can get, you a riff. get out of that house. Hey, you too got, many people. You get a riff going and it's not, you don't splinter off into groups. <laughs> like everyone can still be involved in that size of group. There you go. You know, you once just, you're at a party, it's like everyone. Why don't you just admit forms. you don't have a lot of friends, Pat? I honestly don't have a lot of close friends. <laughs> no, why not? Like, I don't know. Who's, your, just, who's the guys you came up with in comedy? Well, uh, Dave Merhej. Yeah. Like, I used to do all the mics with them before I moved. We'd do, like, 15 a week and all that shit, you know, going to all those crazy things that you would have a hard time calling a mic. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Like, some of them were great. Miss, the miss poetry jams, the some music open mics were great. And, um, you know, then there was music. There was uh, comedy shows. And then some people did karaoke. I never did that. I never bombed a karaoke thing, rushed a karaoke thing for a <laughs> that's set. That's how Pew said he, uh, that's how he got started in Edmonton because there was yeah. no fucking yeah, yeah. mics. They, some people would do those. But then I was like, I'm already doing like three a night. I don't need to throw a fucking thing yeah, in there. Pew said he got to the point where the guy knew him and would just take a break. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, man, you want to do 10 minutes? And then the guy would go have a smoke or something. Yeah. And then Pew would just fucking yell at some people. Yeah, there was certain music open mics where they'd only let me and Dave do it. And because other comics would go there and just get way too offended at the audience, they'd be like, you don't fucking fuck this up, down to the other. And then we're like, because, you know, it's like they're not their fault. 
They're there to. They didn't come here to be bombarded, and they they would have like five comics in a row because the comics would be like, "We want to go to the next thing," and yeah, then they yeah. just be five people and yelling at them for no not longer, laughing. No longer a music show; it's a fucking comedy show. It's not even a comedy show. It's just being berated by people that are too dumb to figure out how to make people to laugh. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> you know. But anyways, I, I think yeah, I was on one of those shows. That, you prick. So, like with Dave, me and him. Uh, he was probably like the my close comedy buddy at that point, you know. And then like uh, Garrett and Monty, and then Beaton and like Bobby Mayer and um, Neil Rhodes was with us on that stuff. And Matt Romont came in close to then. And then um, Darren Rose, he was in around there, and like Dred Lee and Jag Gankus. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so many. Jag was though. on uh, the first show I ever did. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got a framed like the the, the lineup framed in uh, in the Andrew Bar. Jag Gankus's name on there. That's that guy's. A, <laughs> he's a character. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy, but he loses his temper. Um, but he and also like Dylan Gott. You know all those guys that went to Humber together, like. Mm-hmm. The, it you was never just, Humber, did you? No, no. I met them after that. I met, How old were you when you started comedy? Uh, I, it was fucking, like, what? This for, like, 21, 22? Okay. Young right? Buck, eh? yeah? Yeah, yeah. I started young. No, no, young. it doesn't matter. I, But, yeah, so there's so many other people. I feel like I'm missing some. Um, well, for, sure. for somebody who said they don't have a lot of close friends, you just named a fuckload of close friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm cool with all of them. I'm cool with all I'm them. I'm cool with them. We're not friends, yeah. though. No, You're no. You're not beaten. We're not fucking friends. No, ba- beaten's a friend. <laughs> but, you know, like who I hang out with the most would be like probably Garrett and, you know, Dave when he's in town. And yeah, that's it. And, Lovely. Yeah, you who, know. Uh, oh, and then Tolev's in the mix. Nice. Obviously. Nice. Who are you gonna uh, live with down in New York City? I have no idea. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah, on Pavi. You know, he came in a bit later, but mm-hmm. then yeah, and like Soldo. Okay, I was get it. There. You have a lot of fucking friends. No, you were. Matt. I thought you were asking me who I was <laughs> like, who I gigged with, not who. Was, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have the guys you came up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so. So you're not then, friends with any of them, though. No. Not a single one. Just Garrett. Just you and Garrett. Yeah, just me and Garrett against the world. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus. Did you, Garrett, uh, you did Asia together, did you? Yeah, we went to Asia, Australia, and then a bit of the. I think, yeah, we wound up in New York. We were just visiting. And then, uh, <laughs> then um, yeah, Western Canada. We went to his hometown. Yeah, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, that so, was a, that was actually part like. How Garrett's, long was this, man? That sounds like sounds like months. It was like together. three months almost, and then he went on the road for another three with the band. Oh. Not his band, but his buddy's band that he opened yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Ken yeah. Mode. Ken Mode. Yeah, yeah. He went in with them. Alex knows. Yeah, they're great. It's my Baba great, Chewy right there. Great dudes. Runs the whole thing here. Yeah, never buddy. Never sleeps. Network. He's never never gets a whiff you, of sleep. Yeah, we're listening to. Speaking Duck podcast, give it a listen, eh? Best of friends. Best of friends. Speech bubble. Speech bubble. Talking wrestling. Come on. Are the all these still going? Yeah, these are the the, the sinister six here. Whoa. He's a Cine busy six? man. Busy the man. Six, yeah. My new agent over here too, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Give me <laughs> a oh yeah, you work at Yucks now, eh? You work for the Dark Lords. Oh, the Dark Lords. <laughs> the Dark Lords. Yeah. Just. Just because they don't want... I'm, I'm kidding. They might want... Didn't you showcase for Breslin not too long ago? Um, 
Uh, a while ago. Yeah, were you yeah, interested in that? You going that way? Um, uh, I don't know. I I I want I wanted to sniff it out. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it just didn't pan out that way. Be with Comedy Records. They're good. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I don't, they're uh, the best. I, 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 Barry's I, the best. Yeah, no, Barry's awesome. He just yeah. uh, recorded my album. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be coming out soon. There you go. It'll be called Delightfully Dark, Pat. I want you, you to go. buy it, review it. Yeah. Tweet Glenn soon. I'll roll it, my right? joints on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a download card, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my name legally to Glenn Sumi, Mark Breslin, <laughs> Jason Lawrence, uh, Howie Mandel. That's my new name. Uh, too funny. Yeah, poor Glenn took some uh, took some flack. Did he? Yeah, he, uh, he gave uh, old Davy Merhage there a bad review. When the, uh, last for, week for like for he, the he, album? he reviewed all the Juno albums, right? And uh, he was like, "I've never." It started with, "I've never been a fan of Dave Merhage." Yeah, well, you know what? To be honest with you, when I was starting out with Dave, the amount of flack people gave him was insane. Yeah, right. Like the same people that praise him now were fucking like. You you don't you call that comedy? What the hell is that? It's like people are laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember not too long ago, maybe a year or two ago, I was in Vancouver. I was on the way to Chords Comedy, which is run by another great comic, Chris Griffin. Hilarious I did individual. The show. Nice show. He, hmm. I did that show. Yeah, and Chris Griffin's hilarious. He's a he's a maniac, in the best way possible. And on the way out on the outside. I'm about to go in and I say hi to someone. I won't name any names. You know, they're an older comic. And they're like, I don't know what the hell that guy's doing up there. And blah, blah, blah. He doesn't tell a single joke. Meanwhile, he's getting like applause breaks and he's just yeah. smashing it. And I'm just like, Are, do, you, do you have ears? <laughs> Everyone in there is laughing. Right? You bitter old bastard. Well, you know, people like their style. And they would think everyone should be like them. Set yeah. up, punch. Set up, punch. Yeah, Set yeah. up, punch. And it's so hard to encapsulate dave on an album versus when you see him on a random stage oh yeah him live is uh it's it's light years like like it's crazy to watch i don't know i i haven't listened to it so i wouldn't know like maybe you can capture that but it's like to watch it live is fucking awesome yeah yeah he's Uh, incredible at what he does so i i I hope that transfers onto audio i don't know i don't know how the audio world works i was there when they recorded it yeah it was really good yeah you did at the drake right yeah yeah it's a nice room yeah hey what's your favorite room in the city don't don't say mine to suck up pal no the underground is one of my favorites for sure it's a it's it's a shame you can't smoke weed in there anymore right um but it's uh it I mean, it's such a nice performance space that hopefully it can weather and this storm. That room's great. Um, Lalo is amazing. When Foise's hosting Lalo, yeah, it's yeah, I'm just like, I don't weeks. know how, what, he just knows how to fucking do it. It's great. Whenever I've been there, I had a lot of fun. That room, it doesn't even matter if, how many people are there. It's yeah. always been fun. I, my, uh, and there's so many, though, that are a lot of fun. My old nemesis was uh, uh, Propin before it was five for five. Yeah, Propin would eat me alive. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. Yeah, but I still I still have trouble on that fucking stage. <laughs> the the ghosts haunt. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. That's like, funny. I that I find the that room's more fun than the bigger room, but the bigger room can be fun too. It's like it the yeah. I was the last time I did the big room, I forgot to ask Mark to turn the lights up. Ah, because I hate how dark it is when you're on that right. stage. Like I, I, I like, to I almost see, I like think they should people. put this stage in the m- middle. 
so that like the room. It's, I don't think it's it's not wide enough. Yeah, like it's, yeah, because it's too much of a hallway. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it would just because there because you'd have like four pe- four rows and then like thirty rows to the mm. sides. You yeah, know? yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You and Foise are very similar in your comedy, but like in a good way. Like both of you on a lineup would be kind of funny. You'd have to put somebody in between you. But do you find that you and Foise connect on like a comedic level? Oh yeah, Foise's another dude. Like I love hanging out with him, but he's like a he he likes being on his own a lot. I feel <laughs> yeah. like he doesn't. I've once I was like, hey Foise, we should work together on something. He's like, I don't work with other people. <laughs> it's like, but it's it's a, it's a great thing because I have another friend that's like that. I he's very successful writer right now in the UK, and he's doing. All sorts of things. And I remember when we were starting out, I was like, hey, man, yes, we should work on something together. <laughs> and we and him always jovial, always hanging out and talking shit, riffed yeah. well together. And But then he, a switch turned. As soon as business, he like oh. tapped in business. And he goes, <laughs> he calls me Pathew. So he's like, hey, Pathew, we can work together on something, but don't waste my fucking time. <laughs> and he meant every word of it. And I was like, Phew. but that's why he's doing so well, right? He knows like that. I feel like um people that are doing well know that where to draw the line so darren mm-hmm. rose is good at that you know dave's good at that nathan mac nathan mcintosh another dude mm-hmm. uh, like one of my good friends i started off with mm-hmm. they all know how to do that they all know how to be like no this is who i work with mm-hmm. and don't waste my time i had to uh, tell a friend uh i needed some some contacts from him right um, about i want to start this tour up right and he's like yeah 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 and he's like you know, pretty excited for it. And then I just, I was like, just so you know, um, I go, I go, this is just an introduction, man. I go, I'm not looking for a partner on this. I go, I will put you on the shows. Like you can do the shows, but I go, this is a business, like from a business standpoint, I don't want to work with anyone because last time I worked with a friend, um, we, uh, we almost, uh, stopped being friends. Yeah. That's a common thing. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to fucking, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird being in business with buddies. Oh, it's 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 hard enough being in business with anybody, and mm-hmm. then you, the being business with friends adds that thing where you're just like, why is my friend doing this to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's a, it's also there's a, the danger of developing false narratives because you know them personally. Whereas if it's just a professional thing, you don't need to worry about hurting their feelings. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they're your friend, there's like, uh, I can't. I, how do I broach this issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But getting back to Foise and me and him being on the same bill, I think our stuff's different enough that it doesn't overlap, right? Like, mine's, I guess, a little more surreal or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're a real freak up there, buddy. Yeah, a freaking <laughs> a freak up there. You used to have a great bit, um, and I never, I saw you do it once, and then, I, and then I don't think I ever saw it again, but you had a joke about if money expired. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like... You're talking like mob guys, <laughs> like they get paid. They're like, "What? This money expires next week." Yeah, like, the hitman. Yeah, they can't. Put like, it. I'm not fucking doing this fucking hit. <laughs> yeah. This expires next week. <laughs> yeah, but, but I do that a lot. I'll do a, a a thing like two or three times, and then I'll, or I'll do a riff that I like, and then I'll be like, "Oh, I forget about it." But I'll bring that back. Yeah, bring it back. Next bring time you do back. the old doping mug. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some dead dad jokes, too. That'd yeah, be I'll, great, I'll, eh? I'll bring you one of those. <laughs> so funny. The, uh, um, somebody was on my show talking about their 
dead dad. Right. Their entire set. They were talking about their dead dad, and then um, it was uh, a night at the underground. Uh, somebody didn't show, so I asked uh, the door guy if he wanted to do a set. It was uh, Drew Grav. Yeah. Um, so Drew's not watching the show because he's out in the front oh, lobby. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. And then, so okay. he comes on, yeah, like, yeah. between, and then he just, so my mom just died. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and then he just, everyone's just like, what is happening with this show? And then I went out, I go, he had, I go, guys, he's been working the door. He didn't know, he didn't know he started a theme. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. How's mom doing though? Oh, she's great. She's a, a little whippersnapper, isn't she? She's a yeah. little Greek lady that doesn't take guff off nobody. She, uh, she, she ever find another man once, uh. No, nah, she's flying solo. Flying solo. And that's, yeah. she's happy with that. I guess. She got grandkids to worry about. Oh you got, yeah, you got five you, you, grandkids. Uncle Pat. Yeah, Uncle Pat. Five Pat, grandkids. Eh? Five. Yeah. You a good uncle? Uh, yeah. I guess everyone's still close. Like in um, the, within the vicinity. More or less. You yeah, get, yeah. You can get to see everybody on the TTC, Pat. Oh, ex- <laughs> my brother, the only one that isn't in the city, lives in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. And then the other, everyone else lives here. Did you do the Seattle competition? Yeah. You stayed with him. Free place. Um, yeah, I stayed, nice. I stayed there. I had to get wax earplugs because the kids run around in the morning, don't they? <laughs> and the spare room's in the basement. So they, and they, they, yeah, they love their heels, don't they? They love making their presence be known. Well, it must have been like being at your home right now in the to come see. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> huh. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bring this, this up because I heard, uh, I'm not going to say which roommate told me about this, but, um, I was told you put uh, little pads on the toilet seat. Yeah. Because you're sick of people just dropping it. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> little cushions. Hey, it works. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No more cushions. I would have dealt with Yeah, man. I don't care who told you. Uh, I'd put cushions on someone in particular's fucking heels if, you, <laughs> if they let me. <laughs> fucking goose stepping maniac. <laughs> Is it Marito? No, 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 I know, I know who the the loud stepper is. <laughs> yeah, usually you you hear people that live above you. you know? <laughs> it's, it's fucking nuts. It's the one living in the living room, right? <laughs> no, I talked to him about it, and he's like calmed down a bit. But if he gets a, bit, a couple drinks in him, he lets loose. Oh, you know what, Pat? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna buy you one of those toilet seats that just kind of. Yeah, we're almost one. out. That's the only reason I did it because we're almost out. And I was just like, I can't be woken up <laughs> by a toilet seat anymore. At least they're putting the seat down, though, right? I think sometimes <laughs> they put it down to piss on it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's a bit of, like, uh, like uh, you know how animals pee on things to yeah, say yeah. it's theirs? <laughs> mark your territory. Mark your t- yeah, there's a bit of that happening in there. Yeah. Oh, this is great, man. Pat, we could go on all day about oh, it's, that. It's been great. That's actually what I usually say when I'm out of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen those comics that are like riffing off tags? Like, I got a million of these. No, they don't. When they say, I've got a million of <laughs> these, like, they are in fact out of jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't say you got a million or something. It's like when I got thrown out of the strip club saying I'm made of money. <laughs> but that money was about to expire so you oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's expired long ago um do you want to uh, tell the people where they can find you pat uh the, the that every week i will be at 
Uh, the Underground. <laughs> no, no. Just uh, waiting for my on, spot. On April 2nd, I'm at the Comedy Records Industry Showcase. It's 9 p.m. at the Comedy Bar. Oh, big room, 2nd. eh? Big room? Yeah. I don't know if it's bigger at the Little Room, but um, it's at 9. It's a Tuesday. I assume it's the big room because the Little Room has oh, five, five for five. five. You're going to bump your own roommate's show? I'm, I'm, I'm not. not. I'll be on whatever <laughs> happens, though. And I, I think you guys are big room on that. Yeah, big room. Doing that's the not, big, big, nice, big eh? puppy. There's Tenny on there. You might be able yeah. to fill the room up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, the the thing is, you can curtain it off, right? I know. I, I, I did. I produced one show in there. It was like uh, between Christmas and New Year's. It was like a Friday night late show, and I still got like seventy people came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, thought that was all right. We should put you on the bill. Uh, <laughs> big draw buddy see big. my name on that marquee yeah, people yeah. come fucking flying the potato draw <laughs> oh yeah uh, we forgot to uh, continue our pre-podcast discussion about how many different kinds of potatoes there are oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> which Pat thought the podcast was all about Alex yeah. it looks like you have something to say you have a uh, promo code now uh, oh, for Sweatsito. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah, big, big, uh, if you, if you want to buy yourself a Sweatsito, I thought I got one for free for being on the goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Sweatsito.com, everyone. Use, uh, promo code POTATO2019 and get 15% off a nice Sweatsito for ya. That's Sweatsito.com. Sweatsito.com. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get cum on your Sweatsito. That does not come out of the velour. Uh, no, cum does not come out. Oh, uh, well, you got socials you plug. You, you you do you do the Instagram. What do you do? I, Pat? I, 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 Pat Bircher. At Pat yeah. Bircher for Good everything. Good luck spelling that. Yeah. That's what it should be he called. He doesn't even know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Bircher is my favorite enunciation. Pronunciation. Bircher. Bircher. That's one of my buddies, Mike Sullivan from high school, would always be like, hey, Bircher. <laughs> just slide so in. So it was, it was so uh, Pathew Bircher. <laughs> Pat Bircher, Bircher. spelled Bert S. Share. B-U-R-T-S-C-H-E-R. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, everyone's writing that one down. Yeah, Tim Golden, did you get that one down? Yeah. Tim, hey. Tim Gold's a big fan of the potato files. Oh, is he? Oh yeah. He's yeah. one of the funniest men alive. Yes, he is. Yes, so he is. Good. One so of my funny. favorite. Um all right, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. You got basketball. Yeah. Oh, is, I gotta put is, up some J's. Is Tim baby. Golden uh, playing basketball tonight? He might be. Oh. He hasn't been in uh, attendance for a bit. He's been a busy man lately. His, yeah. His law firm's really overworking him. Hey. Miss my Goldie, you know? Miss my yeah. Goldie. Your Goldie Hawn. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's the best. Though. Um, We love Tim Golden. We love yeah. Pat Birchers. And, and congratulations to Dave on the Juno. Yeah, congratulations to Dave Merhaj, big Juno award winner, past guest here on the oh, Potato yeah. Files. Opened up a file on Pat or on Davey a while ago, eh? Ooh -wee. But now we're just getting down to the dregs of society. That's yeah, what we're man, that's now. why you got me before I <laughs> skipped town yeah. on the next boxcar. <laughs> that's right, I'm a hobo. You should sail, the rails. sail across the lake to uh, Rochester and then make your way the rest of the journey through there. I like how you think I can sail. I oh, Well, what's my thing on you? I, I, uh, I assume you... Uh, you survive by wandering the earth on free fruit. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, we'll get if you if you're still here in the summer, I'll get you some nice Niagara fruit again, pal. Yeah, and just in case you want to know, every every listeners at home, uh, uh, Jeff has been giving me the middle finger for the whole podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, this guy he hasn't lowered his arm once. I don't know how. 
somehow his fucking shoulder isn't burning. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. Um, Hasn't blinked either. Just stared me down. <laughs> All right. Thank you to my guest, Pat Bircher. Guys, go out and find him. He's fucking hilarious, man. Uh, give him a watch. Um, and uh, you know where I am every single Wednesday at the underground cafe 420 dope and mike comedy yeah, yeah. my new home yeah yeah <laughs> jeff paul comedy on all the socials and potato 2019 is your promo code for 15 percent off a sweatsito baby we'll see you next time guys thanks for listening bye-bye bye never sleeps network This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.